I just give, give Hake a break. <laughs> and then Joel Friday TV. Oh, what's up? Hey, we're going. Joel Friday TV happening after Hake. American Anchor Baby after that. And by the way, just FYI, JLP will be on Info, uh, my competitor's show, Owen Schroyer of Infowars.com. It is uh, 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. It's Thursday, the 1st of, the 1st of February, Febru- February, February, A.D. 2024. And uh, we're going to have a fun show. I have callers to get to. You can call in right now. If you're listening live or if you're listening during the Hake live hours, 888-77-JESSE. I'm on JLP's network. Believe it or not. Wow. <laughs> Taking a risk there. Letting me be on his network. Uh, 1-888-775-3773. I do hope to talk about Biden like I promised yesterday and f- failed on, on that promise, but maybe I'll get to it today. Uh, the rent's due. The rent's due, or mortgage, I guess you have more time to pay that mortgage if you have a mortgage. <laughs> it's the first of the month, so wake up. Um, I also hope to talk about Mark Cuban, not a Christian. I told you guys he was not a Christian. And you know who else knows he's not a Christian? The Uyghur. The Uyghur. <laughs> Maze. Maze talks about one of my callers being that, but I have a... There's a guy named... W-I-G-G-E-R, username, named Sam Hyde, who also asked Mark Cuban about his name. What time is Jesse on Owen Schroyer War Room? I believe it's about 3 Pacific, that's 5 Central, 6 Eastern. Yeah, so uh, JLP will be on Owen Schroyer's War Room, that's on InfoWars, band.video. Um, you can also find that live on the live Rumble feed. That's how I like to catch it, because InfoWars does stream live on that. Uh, I have your Super Chats to get to. What else? What else? I don't want to bite off more than I can chew and say I'm going to talk about stuff that I'm not actually going to talk about. <sighs> so, anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two. have my mildly attractive t-shirt on. Isn't that nice? I think it's nice. Mildly attractive with a, a white gal. But, and I made it specifically white. I didn't just use the generic yellow-faced emoji. And so I know that Amazing Asia, I don't know if she still catches Hake anymore. She might. Um, Supporter. I asked me to make a black one. I haven't made a black one. I haven't made any generic 
uh, raised ones. But come on, um, it's beautiful on the you're beautiful beautiful on the inside. So just wear a one with a white girl on it, and it'll be cool. And this is not pink; it's mauve, mauve, mouth, move, mouth. It's okay. It's pink. Whatever. White and blonde. Heck yeah. With a nice tan. I don't know if you can tell from there that it's a nice tan. <laughs> uh, so you can go to thehakereport.com. Let me see if I have it on. Yes, Hake Tees. Thehakereport.creatorspring.com. By the way, JLP Tees. T-shirts are uh, rebuildingtheman.com slash stores is the jump-off location from which you can find all the links to JLP's T-shirts. Uh, anyway, it's just, a, you know, nice little T-shirt design. Whatever. Chris says, I use generic yellow emojis. I think it's weird when people use the different color ones. Hake gets a pass. <laughs> I'm with you, Chris. I, I, I do like the generic ones. I don't necessarily think it's weird. I think it's funny sometimes. What am I? Maybe I shouldn't say it. Some of my non-black friends use black, dark black <laughs> emojis. But anyway. Uh, Denny in Bulgaria is on the line. Uh, Denny, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Glad to hear. Mr. X, I'm calling because uh, I, uh, I was interested in your opinion. I was uh, involved in a curious situation. There was this friend of mine, and I've known him for almost 20 years. Not 20, but almost 20. And, you know, he was a, he is a nice guy, you know, intelligent, professional, colleague of mine. We work together. But, you know, he was always complaining about something. And, you know, I decided one day, like, not one day, the previous Friday, we were at a pub, we had a drink. I told him not to complain about everything all the time. Nice. And, yeah, and it was a very friendly advice. I didn't do it out of spite. Right. There was no anger in me or anything. I just told him, you know, not to do it because it makes him look ridiculous. Yeah. And if you look ridiculous, there is no way people can have respect for you because if you are a ridiculous person, you don't respect yourself. Yep. I actually told him that. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, long story short, my mother is a dentist, and, and she, she does his teeth at, at, at my mother's uh, cabinet, or my, my mother's dentist's office. He even told her that, and <laughs> Mr. Peterson is right when the mother is building an army against you. Now she's angry at me for something that I did, and... I personally believe that this is rather funny, and I have always appreciated good comedy. <laughs> and I just wanted to know your opinion about that, sir. I think that it's funny. It's good. I think I trust you'll you'll handle it well. Like you won't revel in um, making people mad. You weren't trying to make him mad, and I wasn't. And to be honest, sir, I'm not going to handle that at all. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to deal with it at all. It's, yeah, you've said your piece. <laughs> you've said your piece. He knows your position. And if he keeps on complaining around you, then that shows maybe a little bit of a lack of respect. You might not want to hang out around a person like that because it is kind of oppressive to be around an evil person. I think the evil in others well, is... is uh, 
I don't know. You don't really want to be around it much. And but, the heck, I'm always around evil people because <laughs> true. you know it's quite a fun. You can't get away from it. Like but, you, 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 you have to do. You have to work your job. But I mean, like in your yeah. leisure time, you don't want to spend too yeah. much free time with a person like that. Exactly. Yeah. And I really tried to explain that, and Mister Peterson is right about that, sir. It, 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 it was like I. Well, like I hit him in the face, <laughs> but not physically. Right. right. I, I I don't know how to explain it, for lack of better words. I hope you understand that. But he literally looked as if I hit him in the face. <laughs> Sometimes I think that the the pain of the ego is greater than the physical pain. Yeah. It's, uh, I think people people's overreaction to the physical pain is from that that same type of thing out of fear and um, stuff like that fear and squeamishness and all those things people overreact to even physical pain but and and I think that that's ego too but you're I think you're right that the that ego makes life miserable <laughs> it does it's interesting Purely, of course, I'm speculating because I'm in nobody's head, but I think this pain was more of an arrogance than anything else. But then again, arrogance is always uh, also legal. Yeah. So you are 100% right. And I just wanted to highlight that because I think it's a good example. Because uh, what Mr. Peterson is saying, right? When the devil is angry, he builds an army. And no, normally <laughs> I love history. I, I always do, and I always will. I, I read a lot about it, but I I also enjoy the present day. Yeah. And should be told, if you if you remove the the phones and the computers, the internet, and the and the clothing etiquette, well, we haven't changed much. Yeah. From what I understand from history. Yeah. So uh, it is it is rather interesting to to give that as an example because. It is what happened, and it is uh, rather amusing because I am certain that this has happened before, and I'm rather certain that this will happen again, sir. Oh yeah, that's cool. It's good to know. It's good to know history, but it's even better to know yourself or the self, the false self, the selfishness self in yourself and others. You're not wrong about that, sir. But once you get to know yourself. Uh, history and future doesn't exist no more. Yeah, but it's it's just it's just like a very very interesting comic. Yep, <laughs> cool man. That's it. Uh, that's that a said, a great story and a nice lesson in it. Indeed. With that said, Mister Hake, I know how busy you are. I would like to wish you from the bottom of my heart kind regards to you, your colleagues, and your audience. And uh, God be with you, sir. Thank you, Denny in Bulgaria. As always, take care. Goodbye, sir. Bye. Wasn't that... What a class act. Based Denny from Bulgaria, says Russell. Indeed. Somebody said Denny is drunk as always. And that's Jupiter spreading gossip and rumors. (laughs) I, I doubt it. I doubt it. But thank you, Jupiter. She gives me good tips like, Hey, chirp like a... Chirp like a... What's that thing? Dolphin. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it right now. I have to I have to move on. David in Ocala, Florida is on the line. David, 
Thanks for calling. How are you doing? What's up, Mr. Hake? Not much. Hanging out. Yeah, I was, uh, I had, I, my dad was in the hospital getting a pacemaker, so I had to come home and, like, listen to your shows at night, you know? Okay, so cool. I with him for, like, three or four days. Anyway. I appreciate I heard, that. Uh, a pacemaker problem. keeps your heart beating at a, at a proper pace, right? Like, if it... Right, right. Like, if this it falters? Was dropping down, it would drop from, like, 70 beats a minute to 30 beats a minute. Wow. Like, two seconds, yeah. Whoa. So yeah, I wonder yeah. what that feels like. That must... If you get used to the feeling, then you then you don't panic. But that could induce some panic oh, if you don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. you got this new one where they stick it right in your heart, man. It's about, the, it's a, about the size of a twenty-two bullet, and they go right up to your artery and jam it in your heart. Whoa! And so it's not in his chest, you know, where they cut in his chest and all that. Yeah, and you go in and they program it at the doctor's office if they, they need to reprogram it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, anyway, He's laughing. I heard, yeah, I heard somebody call about Tara Reid. You know the Joe Biden thing. And, yes, uh, she moved to Russia. Oh, did she? Yeah, she 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 she's either crazy or got scared, is what I say. You know, where, stay close you know, to your phone. You're coming in just a little rough, like you might be on speaker or Bluetooth or something. No, I'm not. I'm just okay. I'm in my car. Can oh, you, I see. Can you hear me better now? That's a lot better. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Yeah, so she she either got scared or she's a total nut job. But I watched the interview on her when that first went down, and I believe her. Oh, do you? You so I haven't seen this woman talk. I I'm not even really interested when a woman accuses a man because it's these. I understand. It's it just was, like it a. Was, it's it something between ago. her and him, especially if oh, it was yeah. long ago. Yeah. Yeah, if, but I just I, I just recently found out that she had moved to Russia, so I just I just want to say that. But anyway, I really called about the Brian Wilson thing and something else. Oh, you know, okay. Talking about the uh, talking about but the uh, but before yesterday. before you get to the Brian Wilson thing, you say you believe her. I don't know what she's what her claims are, what the what the exact how it went down th- story is. What made you what a what made you listen to her in the first place? What cops are interested to? It took, was it took. was it was twenty years ago, buddy. It was it, this happened in nineteen ninety three. So I remember watching it a long time ago when they interviewed her. Oh, so she was interviewed twenty years. That's thirty years ago, man. Yeah, well, it happened in ninety three. So it was right oh. after that. Sometime I don't know when I saw the interview, but it was oh, at so least she's, twenty years ago. She came out and accused him twenty thirty, right after yeah. it happened. Uh-huh. Why didn't she Some go to the police after. rather than the media? I'm sure she did, but he did the typical no one's going to believe you crap on her, supposedly. According so to her. Yeah, yeah, according to her. Anyway, I know you don't really care about that. I just wanted to let y'all know she went to Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she packed up and... When was away. this, that she moved to Russia? I don't know. She's 59 years old now, so... Uh, I thought she was 48. Or t- no, she's... 59, unless I'm looking at the wrong person. Tara Reed, T-A-R-A, Reed? Yeah, and then R-E-A-D-E is her name. Oh. There's a Tara Reed actress that you're probably getting her messed up with. That's spelled R-E-I-D. Oh, yeah, you're right. T-A-R... Oh, I've been spelling it wrong all this time and thinking about it. Yeah, R-E-A-D-E, yeah. So who is this woman? What? She Okay, see, 
if I were her well, husband, I wouldn't she, want her spouting this off. How embarrassing your your wife. I don't think she's married. She's not married. No, she's married, she's married to Theodore. Dr- oh, no. She, yeah, she got divorced in 96. You're right. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, so. Uh, what, what do you like? 59 so, years old from Monterey County, California. I don't know if I would be wanting to be repeating all this m- mess. No, I'm just, I just wanted to know she moved to Russia. I was going to okay. move, I was want, really wanting to talk about two other things real quick. Is man. she conservative? Because somebody made the claim on American Anchor Baby that she's conservative. I have no idea. Okay. I figure she's a Republican, you know, hopefully. Yeah, yeah I mean, these gals, <laughs> the, you know, the one who, who accuses uh, Trump of right. stuff? I forget her name. But they just make their, like, they're known for that. Why would you want to be known for that? That's, that seems... Uh, like a blind ego, right? Tower. Well, because that's their, that's you know that's what that's you know money's in it. You know, like what? Yes, it's well, it's not just art. money. It's not just money. It's the attention. It's the ego. It's the uh, revenge. It's the self righteousness. Uh, the uh-huh. accusatory spirit of of Satan uh, that possesses a lot of people, including Christians and everybody. So yeah, I, I mean, think it's more than just money. It's yeah, a false sense, that, that, false sense of a mission. Yeah, if you don't believe there's an afterlife and you just think you're dead and gone, I mean, you might as well be a bank robber and a liar and a thief and a cheat. You know what I'm saying? But if you know you're either going to heaven or hell, you better make a decision, Jack, because, you know... Stay, cl- some of those stay close to your phone. You're coming in kind of weird. Some, some of them atheists, That's better. okay? Yeah. Okay, they, uh, they don't care. But anyway, uh, y'all talk about Brian Wilson... His, uh, I saw this movie, I just happened to see it like about like, uh, a couple months ago, free on YouTube, about his story. It's called Love and, Love and Mercy, and uh, he had a... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, David, I'm still distracted. You're what? still distracted? Yeah, I'm still distracted by you saying that you believe that woman. What makes, uh, you, believe, what makes you believe her? And then you can move on, just in short, what makes you believe her? Uh, the fact that she said he said no one's going to believe you. Oh, <laughs> okay, interesting. All right, thank you. Okay, now move on, yeah. Brian Wilson. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. Brian. I just wanted the explanation of why you believed it. Yeah, because that's a go-to line when you're a rapist and you're in power. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, I know, I'm just saying, think about it. But, uh, I don't know, okay. You know, anyway, so People's Brian minds. Wilson... Yeah, Brian had this uh, therapist, man, that was drugging him up, according to this movie, and okay. uh, taking credit, taking credit for some of his music. His therapist? And, uh, yeah, yeah, a therapist that was living with him, pumping him full of drugs and had him all whacked out. And according to the movie that I watched, he went out to buy a Cadillac, and the Cadillac sales lady, he passed her some kind of note, and she realized he was in trouble, and that's his wife. That's who he married. She rescued him from that dude, Wait, according the car, to the movie. She was a female car salesman? Yep, sitting in a Cadillac, and he handed her a note, like a card with a wrote on the back of it. He wrote on the back of it, and she read it, and she realized he was in trouble. Now, this is just according to the movie, but I'm sure they wouldn't just, you know, make this stuff up so like he, that. He so wouldn't he, let him. He was this poor damsel in distress, uh, Brian Wilson, asked his manly wife to be who was his car, female car salesman, by a note on the back of his card, save me from this therapy. He's drugging well, the no, heck out of me. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was, 
he ended up, they came, went out on a date. You know, finally he was able to get away and go out on a date. Oh, so he, like he, he, he hit on her with a note on his card. Yeah, yeah, to get out. And then he started telling her what was happening. And she went and uh, filed charges against the guy and messed them all up. It's a really cool movie. It's got great actors in it. Paul Giamatti is the uh, therapist guy. Oh, cool. But, so, uh, yeah. So, it, yeah, that's what somebody said in my, in my YouTube comments, but I, because I put a clip out of this. Uh, that this that this man, his wife, helped him get away from this therapist who was keeping him drugged up or something like that. Right, I'm like, right. why, why was he so vulnerable that he couldn't protect himself? He needed a, a woman to save him. Well, he had some psychological issues from doing, probably doing drugs. I mean, the dude's a genius. I mean, right. now, he... No, I believe he, that. They're not... Yeah, they're not as good as the... He's not as good as the Beatles, okay? But if you oh. went one-on-one, hold up. If you put him one-on-one with every one of them Beatles, he's yeah. every bit as good of an artist, okay? Cool. That's awesome, man. Okay, so, yeah, because uh, yeah, I was saying, oh, his wife, he tweeted out that his wife, who just died recently, saved him. She called her... He called her his savior. And then his children, his adult... His five adult children, I guess, uh, said that... Uh, they referred to her as their father's savior, and I don't know if wow. they're her kids too, but that's as wild. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's wild. Um, and the, he but also said that he gave her, she gave him the emotional stability to have a career in the the twenty eight years they've been married. Yeah, again, yeah, right, right. Which is cool, man. If you you know. It's a great story. He bounced back, man. He was yeah. in bad shape, man. He didn't want. He didn't like leave his bedroom for like three years or something like that, man. Or something. Two years. He was really bad off. But hey, I don't know if you already did spoke about this, but I was watching Lavar Burton's from Root, Roots to After. Uh-huh. He was on a. He was on one of those DNA shows. Lavar really Burton from. You mean LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow, the black guy from yeah, Reading Roots, Rainbow. Roots, I never saw after. Roots. I don't know what Roots... Well, I know that he, he played Kunta, 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 Kunta. Yeah, right, right. So What's your name? This, he, and his... Yeah, right. Toby. James Master? Toby. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the kids came to school to try to beat us up in 1977. Wow. Anyway, see? Oh, yeah. Uh, see, uh... Roots, black, black movies are causing hate crimes. Oh, sure they do. So, yeah. hey, so, so when he gets his DNA tested, they tell him, guess what? Your great-great-grandfather's white, and not only that, he's a conf- he was a Confederate soldier. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's something to be proud of. But I, it's, well, but, I, I knew you'd want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I had heard about that. I saw that on, twi- on X, Twitter. Um, wow. Well, right on. LeVar Burton, you can join yeah. the, you can join the side of what's right. Or well, at least unify with the, your, with your white brothers. Yeah, how about this? <laughs> if only Maxine Waters, Joy Reid, and Whoopi Goldberg would find out that their great-great-granddaddy was white and a Confederate <laughs> soldier. Right. Listen, I know you gotta go. I'll yeah. I'll with this. I, I came up with this about, uh, two or three years ago. I had a friend of mine at work that was in a band. And I told him, I said, hey, if I ever had a band, I think I might call it this, White Evil Slave Masters. <laughs> and he thought that was great. He was like, that's pretty cool. I thought, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty good name for if you wanted to cause some controversy and Indeed. get people to come see you. So, 
Hey, take it easy, man. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. Nice to hear from you, uh, David. Uh, uh, you too. All right, buddy. Be good. Bye. That's cool. <laughs> White Evil Slave Masters, band name. Dennis in uh, New Jersey is a first-time caller. Dennis, thanks for calling, man. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, man? All right. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, um, I know that you don't uh, get involved with hypothetical things like that or even deal with the past, and I'm not even that type of person either. I like to deal with the present and hopefully build things in the present that will affect my future in a positive way. However, while I was uh, watching your show or listening to your show, uh, something came to mind that I thought would be an interesting topic. Like, uh, I was thinking, like, what if black people were Africans, right, and the role was reversed? Like, imagine black people uh, got on boats, uh, got, got on the ocean, uh, rolled up into Europe, right, and bought or enslaved you, right, or enslaved your ancestors, right? Yeah. Right. And even if your ancestors sold you out, right, for either for slavery or even bought you, and then Africans brought you to the United States and told you that you had to uh, assimilate to an African culture of, you know, voodoo or something or some other religion and told you you had to work for, you know, Africans for uh, a couple hundred years and then after, you know, we decide to finally allow you to be free as an uh, as an American citizen. Um, then, how would you feel after all those years? Would you do you think you would feel like uh, uh, connected to Africans, or would you have animosity towards Africans if they had done that to your ancestors? I don't know what how I would feel or how it would be. I I know that I remember. The only thing that I can relate to this with is when I was in school, grade school, elementary, learning about the uh, Japanese were the enemies of Americans in the World War II. And I remember turning around to my, my best friend who was Japanese, half Japanese at the time, and I like held up my fist. <laughs> but I was like playful about it because I had no real connection to it because I, I didn't live that, you know. And my parents didn't raise me in that culture of, oh, these Japanese did this to you. They were the, the enemies, you know? So I didn't, I can't really relate to it. I was, I was brought up learning about God, Christianity, and nothing about, very little about what other people, how other people have done to, to me or about me. So I think that it's, yeah, it depends on, how, it, would, it would depend on how I was raised, I think, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's like um, uh, how a lot of African Americans or black people in America probably feel similar to you, where is they'll, they'll try to, you know, uh, uh, put things in, in perspective as far as how their parents raised them in an environment that they grew up in. Yeah. But when you look at the, um, the, the plight or the um, situation that African Americans uh, seem to be in, where you know you and um, your your other uh, colleague Jesse Lee Peterson says that you know they have a lot of hate or anger in the system, and right. you wonder like if those if that hate and that anger uh, is associated 
with them feeling wronged or some way. Yeah. And somehow ingrained in their DNA or ingrained in their culture that they're feeling a certain way. And it's, and it's, and it's hard for them to get over that hump. I think uh, let bygones be bygones, you know? I think it's definitely in, uh, like I just described, like it's in the way that they're raised, like they're raised to believe in, to bring up, like bringing up slavery and all that stuff is as important to them, slavery and Jim Crow and racism and like bringing up, believing in that, that racism is real is almost as important to, to being black nowadays, which it didn't used to be, as believing in the Holocaust is to the Jews. The Jews, whether they're religious or not, they believe in the Holocaust. That's very central to their Jewish identity right now. Um, according to some study that I saw that was put out by real Vincent James. Uh, so they believe in the Holocaust and they want to remember the Holocaust and never forget and never again. So the Jews and the blacks both have this identity and culture of bringing this past wrong up and remembering it and thinking that it's still has something to do with today and going to happen again and stuff like that. So I think that's, that's what's, that's what the, where the anger is coming from. These past, this past stuff from history is an excuse for the anger that they're raised in, but it's not it's the source like, of their anger. Yeah, it's almost like they're bringing up past trauma. Yeah. Like they're, they're pitting themselves through that pain again by keep bringing it up, you know? And it's imaginary trauma because they didn't actually go through it, so they don't actually know what it's like to go firsthand. You can read all about it, and maybe all everything that you read is factual, but you don't you didn't go through it firsthand. So it's not an actual trauma that you've been through. It's just a, an imagination thing. Because right. I, I definitely right. wouldn't want to be a, a slave. I wouldn't necessarily want to be a slave master. I wouldn't want to get beaten. I wouldn't want to get gas chambered or put in a camp or moved, a, moved away from my house or what, anything like that, you know? Or separated forcefully from my family. I wouldn't want any of that stuff to happen. But I, that stuff has never happened to me, you know? Only what's actually happened in my life has actually happened. But people who are angry are in their imaginations, you know? They're, in their, they're holding a grudge, which is unrighteous and unwise, and messing with their, their own lives. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a Napoleon, Napoleon complex, like a small man complex, where you got a... Uh, trying to buck up to the uh, the bigger bully, so to speak, you know. What What do you mean? Like Explain. Well, like I say, if I, I if and subconsciously I think that you're stronger than me, that you're more important than me, and I feel like um, to make myself to uh, justify myself as a human being, I, I feel that I have to show courage or I have to uh, 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 be angry or, or fight you so yeah. that I can, you know, uh, I don't know the word. I, the word escapes me right now. So that I can feel that you know I'm just as strong as you. You know that makes a lot of sense. Um, right. Anger is is like a, an inferior emotion type of thing, and so you try to make the other person angry, or you try to intimidate them. You see that with women a lot of times. They don't have like a natural authority. Sometimes they want to tell you to do something, you don't do it, 
And so they get mad, and then you do it because you don't know how to deal with them when they're mad, right? Or something. That's like a, it's like a false, it's like a false power. They think that anger will give them a power or a strength or a determination to overcome something, but it's really just going to pull them deeper into hell. They will get some stuff done. You can get stuff done with that energy that comes from anger, but it's a dark, evil energy. Yeah, it it always uh, turns out in the in the negative. If yeah. it starts out negative, it ends up negative. So even if it goes positive, then it ends negative. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. you can you can achieve. Uh, there's a whole lot of evil people who've come up with great inventions, built great societies, maybe, uh, sort of successful in a in a worldly sense. But it's it's uh, underneath it. It's they're not at peace. Right. And they're not spreading good in the world. <laughs> like look at Facebook and all these and and all these uh companies that are they're great companies, but they're uh they're spreading evil in the world because the people who run them are a mess. And the people who are on them too are a mess. Human nature's an evil. Yeah. Interesting. I think, uh, human beings. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I said I think human beings, like the Bible said, I think human beings are naturally evil. And For sure. They, to, uh, and to become human, they have to get out of their nature. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Have to get past that. That's why the, you know, you brought up the, the blacks in America. I think them being encouraged to be angry is a total disservice to them. You know, the people who take up, who pretend like they're taking up, or in their minds they're taking up for black people by recognizing Black History Month and recognizing racism and how whites have done them wrong and still do them wrong. That's doing a disservice to them because you're turning them into victims who, who can't help themselves. And victims oftentimes become perpetrators, and that's why you see crime going out of control and the woman-headed households and all that stuff. It's all out of order. Yeah, it's true, because I've noticed, like, a lot of uh, black immigrants from other countries, they'll come to the America and have, you know, loads of success. Yeah. Because they don't have that, you know, that slavery mentality. Yeah. You know, so and you can you can assume by them being, uh, you know, the same race of people with the same DNA or similar DNA, that they're, you're, as a black American, you should be just as capable as them of success in the capitalist um, country. That's so true. Immigrants, I hate to admit this, but it's true. They are some of the biggest time go-getters, whether they're honest or dishonest. They chase opportunities that many, both white and black, uh, and, and Hispanic, and some of the Asians who were born here from generations, uh, people, they don't take those opportunities because they're spoiled and they don't see the opportunities and they're just resting and com- living their comfortable uh, lower middle class or middle class lives, if you will. I, I don't like that term, middle class, but have you noticed that the immigrants are go-getters? Because they appreciate the opportunities and they, ch- and they chase them, even if they're dishonest yeah. about it. Yeah, I believe that they, you know, they're more go-getters, but I think that they're forced kind of to be a go-getter. Yeah. Being that because they're an outsider, yep. they have to make a way for themselves because... They don't have, you know, uh, 
the blanket or the security blanket of the United States to give them welfare and other yeah. uh, privileges. Or, or their they parents. Have to make, make it happen, yeah. Yeah, and their parents their can't parents just take care of them either. So it's like, yep. Yeah, it's, like a, it's almost like a survival mechanism that switches over in, a, in their psychology. Yeah. And makes them, you know, go, 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 almost like similar like to like the, a lion, you know, hunting in the uh, savannah. Oh, yeah. He's going, to, he's going to get that gazelle by any means necessary. True. Man, great call, Dennis. Okay, great call. Appreciate Later. hearing from you, man. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Guys, before I get back to calls, what do I want to cover? Okay, so Mark Cuban is not a Christian. I don't believe. He's not even a normal white. <laughs> and I already knew this. Mark Cuban, you guys know him, right? I think you do. He's the owner of, like, the Dallas Mavericks basketball team. I became, he was on that, he was, was slash is one of the three successful businessmen, hosts or co-hosts or deciders, judges, in that TV show Shark Tank with Kevin something and then... Mark Cuban, and then this black guy, I think. Uh, kind of a hit-and-miss guy. He, when, just a little quick background. When that guy, that Jewish, white guy, old guy, Dennis, I blank on his name all the time, the former owner of the Clippers got his team taken away from him for telling his, that female friend, V. Stiviano, in that TMZ-leaked secret recording of him, illegal recording, I will have you know. It's illegal to secretly record a conversation in the state of California, I will have you know. But she got away with it. Um, Telling V. Stiviano, Ms. V. Stiviano, don't hang out with black, with blacks, you're making me look bad. Yeah, Donald Sterling, thank you, big bump. This guy, Mark Cuban, halfway sane is like, I don't know if I really like this punishment of these people. It's a racism witch hunt. It's a racism witch hunt. He didn't say that, but that's what it is. And then, like, Trump has made fun of him over the years for failures and being lame and stuff. So he had Trump derangement syndrome. (laughs) Mark Cuban. And he's just this billionaire guy. I think he's a billionaire. A do-gooder, actually. He tries to make uh, medicine more so-called affordable. Different prescription things, I think. Isn't that kind of nice? You know, these do-gooders trying to do good things. Sometimes they do more harm than good, but in the case of Mark Cuban, I can't say. Well, he's gone bashing Trump, and he's kind of a liberal, and he's not a Christian. He's been RTing, retweeting, reposting on X, his X account, Twitter, a bunch of anti-Semites. And he's all, I prefer Threads. Threads is the meta, meta, which is Facebook, Instagram, uh, version of Twitter, which is Threads. It's a, it's a Twitter knockoff, X knockoff, Threads. Follow Jesse Lee Peterson on Threads and the Hake Report on Threads, by the way. I'm barely there, but JLP posts the biblical questions and some things there. And so Mark Cuban is doing what American Anchor Baby pointed out, is signal boosting. Signal boosting the anti-Semites 
who are mocking him for being Jewish because he's turns out he's Jewish. <laughs> Angry Baby had someone yesterday, I think, on his show, either state or right, say or right, not to pay attention to evil or focus on evil. And I think that that was an interesting statement. And there's some truth to it, I think. You don't want to... I report on a lot of evil stuff. So does JLP. So does Joel Friday, I think. And uh, American Anchor Baby. We report on a lot of evil things going on in the world. And you have to point out... It's, I think you should point out evil and overcome it. But um, at least from within. But you don't want to like dwell on it and be mad about it. Or all oh, proud, arrogant. I'm not, that, I'm not like those people. So there's some truth to it. But, so, but this guy's retweeting this whole... I don't have a screenshot of his uh, Twitter profile, but his whole profile is post after post about, oh, he's Jewish and Jewish, Jewish people, this and that, they're liberals and stuff like that. Rant, I found out about it. I have a screenshot of, of uh, Mark Cuban having a... Ramsey Paul. Ramsey Paul posted this on X. Mark Cuban is having a meltdown on X. And he says, this is the post that triggered him. And he s- explains his paternal grandfather changed the surname from Chabeniski Chab- to Cuban after his family emigrated to Russia. See, in, b- back in the good old days, immigrants were smart. They changed their names to be more American names, more Anglo, uh, more s- easy to pronounce names. The Chinese did it. Uh, oftentimes, the Russians did it. Jewish people did it. Ru- I guess in this case, he was a Russian Jew. Do you see that in the folder there? Um, I don't know if I put it in. Maybe I didn't. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, sure enough, I didn't. Okay, you're right. Hold on, I think that I have it somewhere here. Where would I have had it? Mark Cuban, okay, sorry. Hassan. Putting it in there now. I had it in my folder, but I didn't drag it into this folder for Hassan. Mark Cuban, and he has a, Ramsey Paul posted a screenshot, Sam Hyde. Popular guy on on, uh, YouTube and Twitter and, and elsewhere. And his own stuff. Wigger. (laughs) It's <laughs> his username. Not to be confused with the man whom Mays used to call that. But she stopped. Mark Cuban says, let's, said uh, two days ago, three days ago, I guess, let's do an AMA. AMA means ask me anything. Fire away. So Sam Heidzall, when you changed your name to sound less Jewish, what were some of the options you liked but didn't go with? Mark Cuban. Uh, Kevin Paraguay? <laughs> David Hondu- Dave Honduras? Lou Dominican Republic? Question mark, question mark, question mark. You see that? Oh, you put it. Oh, were you able to show it? Oh, okay. Complicated business, folks. Complicated business. But I just read, to, read it to you. Because Mark Cuban... <laughs> but he didn't change his name. It was his grandfather on his father's side. And his mother's... It was like a Romanian Jewish family, too. Terrible. Mark Cuban is a mess. And he's 
overreacting to the people. Sam Hyde's very popular, right? So Sam Hyde sparked that. And Sam Hyde's, he doesn't really, he's not really big on this Jewish thing. He just wanted to ask the question. <laughs> A lot of people, I guess, didn't know that Mark Cuban is not Christian, but Jewish. Not like a normal white or whatever he is. He's not Cuban. He's not Italian necessarily, I don't think. I think he's part Romanian, part Russian, and part Jewish or whatever. And he's flipping out retweeting all these posts. And somebody, Elijah Schaefer, who's been on the J.C. Lee Peterson show, said that Mark Cuban, I think he was Elijah Schaefer, slightly offensive, said that Mark Cuban is doing this. He's posting this all on his uh, Twitter profile. And they're not even saying that that stuff is like that bad. Some, it might be kind of maybe like hateful. Maybe they're mad or maybe they're mocking him. But it's just like whatever. Stuff that you would just ignore. But no, he doesn't want to ignore it. He's retweeting it. He's retweeting all kinds of trolls, Twitter trolls or ex-trolls. And then he's saying, I prefer. That's the difference between X, meaning Twitter, and threads. Threads being the meta Facebook knockoff of Twitter, right? Still Gray said, nobody uses threads, Mark. <laughs> Still Gray is Ian Miles Cheung, independent journalist type of a guy. Is Sam Hyde Jewish too? No. Is he? Maybe. But anyway, it's, it doesn't really, a lot of the Jewish people are the most, also, uh, harshest Jewish Jew critics. Uh, Mark Cuban, retweeting all this stuff, Elijah Schaefer suggested that he's doing that to go after X, go after Elon Musk, because Elon Musk is about free speech, or at least more for free speech than Mark Cuban is, apparently. And so he's really trying to hurt Twitter because Twitter X, they're trying to go after X with the advertisers and say X is anti-Semitic, which means Jew hater to them, right? Doesn't exist. Hatred exists. And Jew blame, blaming exists, but it's just, it's all hatred. And Mark, is not hate, fight, Mark Cuban is not fighting hatred with love. Because he's a liberal. He has no love. He's fighting hatred with hatred, with signal boosting, focusing on the hatred. And some of this stuff that is just whatever. <laughs> Terrible. So it's, he doesn't really care. He's just trying to hurt Elon Musk and hurt X and be part of the mob, the mob of uh, fear-mongering about anti-Semitism. And the people who fear-monger that stuff prompt only prompt, prompt more hatred. Because you're, then you're hating the people who supposedly hate you, or at least criticize you, and sometimes they do hate you, and you're fighting hatred with hatred. Like the ADL, they're pretending like they fight hatred for good, or something like that. But they're hateful themselves. Hating haters is still hatred. That's why we don't fight racism or anti-Semitism or stuff. Because there's no such thing. 
and you're guilty of the same evil hatred as the people who are your, who you're retweeting tattletailing. Mark Cuban, what a what a little schoolgirl. And schoolgirls, most of them didn't do this, but some of them were tattletales, nerd alert, teacher's pet, tattletale. <laughs> Teacher, this person called me a whatever. <laughs> and they didn't even necessarily name call. They just pointed out, oh, he's Jewish. <laughs> Shameful. Isn't that called gossip, which Baptists say is a sin? Uh, There can be gossip. There can be gossip amidst that. (laughs) Yes, shout out to the schoolgirls, indeed. Shout out to the tattletales. Don't hate the tattletale. Um, I think that some of these people whom he's retweeted kind of fell into a, maybe, maybe falling into a trap. Because you fall into a trap when you get involved in this mess. You see a hateful person, don't try to correct a hateful person necessarily. Because they're liable to kill you or hurt you or attack you or call the government on you. You heard Joe, uh, Joe from Phoenix warning Hague about this evil thing that the uh, government is trying to do. AB something 350 or something like that. Uh, extremism and terrorism fighting attack act. It's a trap. Yes, Danae. Yes. Don't fu- I've learned not to respond to some of the insanity that I see on X. Bookmark it. <laughs> hate the tattle, not the tail. No. <laughs> Don't even hate the tattler. Don't hate the tattle or the tail. Yeah, these snitches. I disavow the stitches and the snitches. They're both wrong. They're both evil. It's true. Watch out for... uh, And I think Sam Hyde is smart about how he goes about things, but do you think he does get banned on some stuff, or used to anyway? I mean, he did get kicked off. He was a talented, uh, or is a talented kind of movie maker, video maker anyway. Funny. They call him a comedian. I must admit I, gen- I enjoy the chaos of X now and then, says Radulazer. <laughs> yeah. But don't get sucked in. Don't sucked in, get sucked in through the excitement of it. But just that's the uh, update on Mark Cuban. He fell for the trap too. Hate gonna wind up on a terror watch list right behind Bin Laden. We wish you well, Mark Cuban. I, I noticed that a lot of these guys, uh, Jewish people, they're like, they play good cop, bad cop. They're sometimes sometimes sensible, but they also have this Mama spirit, which I guess it's everybody, but, but that just totally describes Mark Cuban. No wonder he gets clowned by our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. Nice. Nice.
William in California is on the line. William, thank you for calling. How are you doing, man? Oh, man, it's all right, man. Kind of, what's the weather like down there? It was rainy earlier. I think it should clear up in a couple yeah. of hours, maybe just be cloudy. But it, yeah. I heard there was atmospheric rivers running through California over the next few days here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was on the phone with uh, Blazing Hogs, and we were talking about the weather. He said it's in the Midwest, a little bit of sunshine. They got a break in the cold, but uh, we um, lost a couple of trees over there at the park, cross street at the park. You know, they snapped. Wow. And uh, so it was kind of windy. And um, But I, I heard your show yesterday uh, on the way to the city. I had to drive to the city yesterday. And uh, it was windy and rainy, and it's the same today. Yeah. But uh, you were talking about uh, Nancy Pelosi's house over there in San Francisco. And um, I drove right past it because it's like about three blocks away from my locations. And um, I didn't see anything but a couple of police cars. I think they probably got them on out of there. But uh, wait, what happened with Nancy Pelosi? At Nancy Pelosi's house, when they invaded her lawn, <laughs> it just was. Who's it, they? The, they? They, 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 people, protesters. What type of protesters? Uh, I think they were talking about uh, what's going on out there in the mid mid Middle East and. What are you going to do about it and all that? Oh, so like... A bunch of women, really. Pro-Palestinian protesters? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The victim-minded yeah. people. Yeah, right. yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You know? I mean, isn't she a... What is she, a senator? I mean, that's... Yeah, she, Senator Pelosi. I was just telling Sean, if you see Nancy Pelosi, which is, you know, you can spot her, but... Uh, you're not going to see Nancy Pelosi by herself. She's going to be guarded 24 hours a day. Yeah. So they they got them on out of there. I didn't see anything. I drove by there, and I see, I didn't see anything there. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of neighborhood that ain't going to put up with it anyway, but. True. Just, I don't know why you want to go to her house and do that, because she's protected. She's the senator. I mean. They're, they're evil. They're, they're, these, they're these same busybody people who tried to go outside of the um, Supreme Court justices' houses over the abortion, you know, Roe v. Wade decision. It's, right. They're evil. It's, and Pelosi's yeah. evil, too, but you don't, yeah. you don't yeah, cheer on evil attacking evil, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, David O'Connor was talking about um, the thing that happened when uh, Roots came out, and I had to agree with him. I remember that. I was in high school. Yeah, couple, it, it, it wasn't a lot of people that did it, but it, some people tried to attack whites Yeah, you know, during that movie. Wow. Which is unnecessary. Yep. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but David knows because, like you said, he was a teenager at the time. He did it, like, it wasn't overwhelming. Right. But it was like... It, it increased, it encouraged, it, it encouraged the angry blacks in their resentment of whites, misplaced yeah. resentment of whites. Ridiculous. Right. Yep. Right. But I did Roots, hear you say. So the, for those who don't know, Roots is this slavery movie and it's a propaganda and it's, and it's fiction by a guy who's, was not a honest person, I think, as I recall. Turned out to be that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, before DNA, I don't know how he, he tracked all of that, those stories, but. I guess it's possible, but it probably didn't help things 
in in the department of everybody getting along. Yeah, I mean they just they they over exaggerate it or they take the worst examples that ever happened yeah. and they don't show like the the benign slavery that most of the slavery probably was. Well, like you said, a lot of the Africans that come to America, they seem to they do not act like that. Yeah. They, they they do not. They don't even talk about it. Yep. And the American Negro has made a, I mean, if they want to say that they're oppressed, I did hear you say it depends on how you raise, too. Yeah. What yep. your mindset is. If you have that resentment, that's that's more on how you were raised and the, how you were brainwashed and the, and the angry home that you lived in, the emotional mama spirit home that you lived in. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. You, you, you could be that when you see these type of people and they have this uh, oppression theory, and if your your church, your school, your the brainwashing mm-hmm. that you're raised up in, if if it's focused right. on that it, stuff, it, it, it all of it is predicated through your family and how you're raised. And yeah, everything. I I mean, I didn't see a lot of my family members talk about that kind of stuff. They you might have some families that just don't trip on that. Right. You know? And and then you got some that do. Yep. And then they'll grow up and they're 40, 50 years old and they're oppressed. Yeah. And people having to point these kind of things out all the time is more than likely somebody that doesn't have much going on. That's more than likely. Yeah, or somebody wanting to use these people to control them through their emotions. Mm-hmm. I yep. don't think the blacks are oppressed, or the Negro or the black American, yep. are oppressed at the level that they're claiming to be oppressed. <laughs> right. They're but oppressed you know. by the evil spirit inside them that possesses them, uh, yeah. passed down yeah. from the parents. Yeah. Sin. Yeah. It's got to be, yep. because they, it, not all families did that. Not right. All, not all black families did that. You yeah. Know? And, and all so. did it, but not not in this particular way. All because all families do pass sin down one to another, but mm-hmm. it was not. It's not this brainwashing that um, this peculiar brainwashing that's effe- that they're trying to spread to the blacks more and more, and they're trying to spread the brainwashing of the transgender and LGBT stuff to the mm-hmm. younger generations more and more. It's a total that, mess. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's true. I mean, I, that's why you got to be patient with these younger bucks who, you're right, they don't know, they have never experienced anything. Too. Yeah. O- yeah, be patient with all people. Because yeah. they're just, they don't, they're blind. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you can find yourself reacting and engaging, like you said, sure. X stuff. I don't have that stuff that uh, nice. I, didn't, I didn't dig. Um, Facebook when it even came out. I haven't been active on that in years. Yeah. Because I noticed that a lot of people were bickering back and forth on it. Yeah. And then another, um, I think it was my brother that told me when it first came out, I said, what is this Facebook thing? He said, dude, it's a, it's a way to make people that are about nothing look like they're doing, they're, they're something. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was just fake. It's, some... it's, just, it's just a bunch of crap a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times, for sure. It is. Yep, but uh, yeah, we, we're a little rainy up here. Cool, man. Uh, and uh, that's fun. It's nice. We need the water, I guess. Yeah, look at it that way. Hopefully, you know, no mudslides. 
Um, <laughs> hmm. You guys get a lot of that in SoCal. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or like Santa, like mid-Central Cal, like, I don't yeah. know, Santa Barbara, yeah. o- Oprah's yeah. area, whatever. Yeah. yeah, because you guys are drier. You know, you guys don't rain as much in Indeed. Southern California, so when it does, it gets pretty messy. Yeah. Nice, yeah. man. It's good to hear from you. You too, man. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. Guys, it is the top of the hour. It is... Black History Month. We're skipping Thrash Thursday, and we're going right into the overture. It's also sort of Christmas music, okay? Uh, Handel's Messiah. Okay, so this is white appropriation. We're appropriating white culture. We, the blacks. (laughs) This is Overture, a partial history of black music by Mervyn Warren, 1992. Various artists' album... Uh, Handel's Messiah, a soulful celebration. I hope you enjoy it. I know I did as a kid and still do to this day. Uh, be right back for hour two and your super chats. Shout out to Lily Poo, uh, and I'll be right back. Hang tight.
like this part of go this type of gospel music. <laughs> but it's fun. This track. <laughs> Sounds like a Tom and Jerry soundtrack. <laughs> what is going on in this song right now? George Friedrich Handel wrote the original overture and Blacks appropriated it. It's a partial history of Black music. <laughs> Little grab bag track. Yeah, it's going through the different styles from Africa to uh, the early 90s. <laughs> I agree, Nugget Man. This is actually good, no joke. Thank you guys for bearing with me through my opinion. I like that music. <laughs> There's more where that came from. Well, but that's the last of that one. Shout out to Mervyn Warren uh, for that cover, I guess you could call it. A Partial History of Black Music. Covering Overture by George Friedrich Handel, who is not black. And it's fun. Appropriation is fun. Okay. Some super chats, guys. Lily Poo responding to Hake's earlier conversations. Can you make a mo and and my T-shirt, by the way? Can you make a mildly attractive shirt without this female emoji? Oh man. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe I could do something like that. You don't like the female emoji? <laughs> I mostly ref. I guess I could, Lily Poo. I can think about it. I, I'm getting all these requests from these gals. By all these requests, I just mean two. I've gotten two requests. One of them is I have a black gal instead of a uh, white gal here. White emoji. And the other one is without the f emoji at all. I suppose I could because the emoji is not essential to the Hake report. <laughs> Did Jake just say black people rock? Well, in my defense, Sam Hyde said Jews rock. So, yes. Um, 
I shall consider that Lily Poo and, you know, Amazing Asia also donated and months back when I first wore this shirt and asked if I could make one that was a black gal. It's so much of a nuisance to upload these things to Teespring. <laughs> but thank you for the request, Lily Poo. I appreciate that. Um, so my t-shirts, you can find them, uh, on teespring.com slash stores slash the Hake Report. Uh, also, she asks, what's wrong with the middle class? What is wrong with the middle class? And I, okay, let me finish her question. We keep the world functioning without, without how would we function? As slaves, rich and poor? Sounds communistic. Well, the term middle class, I will have you know, is communist, I think. That's partly why I did not like the term middle, used to, I did not like to use the term middle class, because it's communist. It makes you think in terms of classes, and you don't have to think in terms of classes. I mean, there is the reality that there's useless bums on the street. We didn't have to, we didn't used to have so many of those. Worthless bums, losers. No, shout out to the bums. Shout out to the, our unhoused neighbors. No hatred here. We love them. If we love anybody. We love these, uh, our unhoused neighbors. We need to bring them inside. So said our black female mayor in LA, Karen Bass. And then there are the rich people. There's really, really, really rich people, especially in capitalism whether it's Christian or not, Christian capitalism or commie capitalism. There are very, very, very rich people. And then there are just normal, doing fine people. I get that, but, it's, but you don't have to do this class stuff. Oh, the middle class. And then you start identifying with that and then pointing to these rich people, all oh, these billionaires or all oh, these poors. And it's hatred and resentment and division. We should be united uh, and also, in, ter- in reality, though, and what's wrong with these people who are deemed middle class, oftentimes, just as with everybody, they don't raise their children right. The rich people don't either, nor do the poor people. They don't either. But oftentimes, the kids get a little bit more spoiled than the parents were. And spoiling is bad. It's not good. You want your kids working. And independent. So that's why I brought up the middle class with that slight critique of the so-called middle class. But I don't usually like to use that term because it is socialist. It's communist. It's just human beings. Some are useless bums and some are uh, enterprising for better or worse. Nice. Thank you, Lily Poo, for the... uh, Opportunities to clarify and consider your uh, suggestions and requests and stuff. Nice. Let me check over on buymeacoffee.com slash the hake report. Over there, someone bought a coffee. Although I don't agree with Mark on anything, he may have been on to something in regard to your stance on women. Of course you would agree with him there. You said you weren't into cases where women accuse men of things because that's between them. I have no idea what being into means. It means being into it. I'm not into it. I'm not interested in other people's business. Uh, 
but it being between them isn't much of an argument. Sure it is. It's not my business. That's my argument. It's not my business. Uh, when a man accuses a woman of something, isn't that also between them? Yeah, and I don't really get into it when a man accuses a woman of something. When does a man accuse a woman of something and I got into it? Other than him calling her what she is and the whole world freaking out about it and me pointing out the world freaking out about this thing, this true thing that the man said about the woman. Look at that face, Trump said about that woman who tried to run for president and California governor several years ago. Look at that face. Who would vote for that? <laughs> uh, like Mark said, you have your day in court. Nope, not true. Not everybody gets their day in court. It was wrong for E. Jean Carroll to get her day in court. She never should have gotten in court. It was stupid. And it would be wrong unless Tara Reid has some evidence or something to, for her to get a, a day in court just based on an accusation. And a whole lot of times women get men arrested based on accusations or sued, you know, all kinds of mess. So, no, women should not be listened to or believed blindly by you people. You people. Who are blind. And have no business even concerning yourself with the matter. You can concern yourself more wisely with the fact that Biden is pushing the LGBTIQ agenda. Or that he's pushing the fake racism narrative. Or other things spreading evil. Um, okay. Again, nonsensical argument. Oh, you insinuated that since you personally hadn't seen any evidence that it shouldn't go to court. Again, nonsensical argument. Well, I mean, you're picking and choosing. I mean, you're nitpicking an imperfect communication, right? You're nitpicking an imperfect communication. So people don't, people don't speak things exactly as they are, okay? So I misspoke that, oh, I'm de- I deem it that it shouldn't go to court at all because I haven't seen evidence. If there's no evidence, it shouldn't go to court. How, about, how is that for you? Correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> but it seems like when women accuse men, you disregard it as an attack on men. It is. It is. Because they're not going about it in the right way. They're going public with it. Why would you go public with it? Um, but when it's the other way around, you go, you go, yeah, see, right, terrible. When is it the other way around? <laughs> It's almost like your response to the attack on men is to wholesale throw out the claims of women as a way to balance things out. You should wholesale throw out the accusations of women because the accuser spirit is Satan. Satan is the accuser. And you too have that same spirit, Mr. Someone with your coffee, because you have this Pharisee trying to get people, trying to prove them wrong, trying to catch them in their claims. You saw this with um, the Bible stories about Jesus. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law and the, these other people. Not all the Pharisees. Some of the Pharisees really liked Jesus, I will have you know. Um, just like many intellectuals and um, Bible thumpers or Bible bashers or Bible pushers, they like JLP and they uh, see that he's right about things. But some of them tried to catch him trick him, get him to say something wrong. And that's that same evil spirit of the woman accusing the man on a mission. Oh, I want to protect other women from going through what I went through. Something, something silly like that. When you're to blame for most of what you go through. 
you didn't see what type of man you were getting involved with, you were sleeping around or whatever, you were going up to Mike Tyson's uh, hotel room or motel room, probably not a motel, right? At one in the morning, what are you thinking? And then you're going to turn around and accuse him of R-wording? Give me a break. And then he gets convicted on it? That's ridiculous. So, please. Please. And I get that there's wrong stuff that uh, males do. There was this mattress girl. You guys remember mattress girl? She went to college. And at college, these people do these degenerate things. She was sleeping around with some guy. According to her, according to her story, she was sleeping around with this guy. Having the S word with this guy. And she she didn't want it this one particular way that's really degenerate. I think think God destroyed a city over this type of thing. Among other things, right? And the guy did that, and so she called that the R word. Because she didn't like that. She didn't want that. Not to be too explicit, right? Not to be too... Uh, I think you guys are, know what, I, what I'm getting at. And so she marched around with this mattress because she's a performance artist, a sleeper, sleeping around woman. Marched around with a mattress protesting because she was R-worded according to her. Well, she got it in a way that she didn't want. I can sympathize. I don't, I wouldn't want that. I don't, I, I, I don't pity, I mean, I don't, I, 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 I pity that situation, I guess, you know? Mattress girl was a hoax. She did sleep with the guy, like he was her boyfriend. But she didn't want this one other thing that you're not even supposed to be doing. But he did it anyway. And so I don't think it was a full-blown hoax. <laughs> what are you talking about, James? Tim Scott asks. That one, that one word that you guys say. From that, uh, the exit only. The exit only. She didn't want it. <laughs> I think you guys are. No, I think. I think you're playing with me, the real Tim Scott. <laughs> Anyway, I, let's move on. Uh, granted, he did her wrong, but that's uh, between her and him, and these schools are getting involved. And the law, I guess, if the law is involved. But the whole rest of us, it's not our business. Stupid. Like, who cares if, <laughs> if Biden R-worded somebody? Who cares? Except for him and the R-worded, and, and the law, if the law sh- <laughs> Anyway. It has nothing to do with anything. Anyway. Everybody been raped. Everybody been accused of it. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you, someone, for your coffee. You, you brought about an uh, interesting monologue, I guess with your super chat. Which brings me to Biden. I had that uh, Gregatron super chat on Streamlabs. Speaking of interesting discussions, Gregatron 
Gregatron on Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report said, I got hairy legs. <laughs> now, he didn't say it. He, po- he wrote, wrote in quotation marks what I believe Joe Biden, crooked Joe Biden, stated some years back. I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. <laughs> oh, no, I need to say how Joe Biden does. And the kids... I got hairy legs that go blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool, because he worked at a swimming pool in uh, Delaware, Wilmington, and rub my leg down and watch the hair come back up again in the water, because you know how the water waves little hairs around? <laughs> so I learned about roaches. Roaches? What's, what do you mean roaches? I don't know what he's talking about with roaches. And kids jumping on my lap. And I love kids jumping on my lap, said Joe Biden. It's a quote from Gregatron, sharing with me. When I was denying that, Greg, that uh, Joe Biden is necessarily a PDF, because people calling him a PDF. And everybody who uh, hangs around kids or expresses some um, affection of, of kids, expresses like physical affection of kids or expresses, says something like that, that's not necessarily PDF, Ilya, if you know what I mean, Jelly Bean. It's a uh, phony politician with a mama spirit, because mamas are really touchy-feely. Oh, let me do kissy-kissy, and the kid hates that. And Biden is a mama. He's a male Democrat. And he's a politician, one of your rub-your-shoulder, rubbing-elbows politicians. Ingratiate himself with with you by showing that touch. That's his fake love language. Shout-out to uh, Joel Friday. Catch Joel Friday TV. (laughs) It just made me think of it. Catch Joel Friday TV coming up in 40 minutes or less, guys. So it's just his fallen state mama spirit... And you could call that perverted, but it's not necessarily S-word, full-blown S-word of the PDs. Because it's not PDF, it's not necessarily PDF. PDF. <laughs> I get that it's... My contention is that uh, there is this anti-man thing going on where... You see a man among children, and you think something gross. And it's not always gross. It's just the man is the teacher, or the man is uh, Brian Wilson, the Beach Boys man, promoting his, his song with the uh, Little Girl Scouts. It's not like that, necessarily. Get your mind out of the gutter towards men. Women are... Women do that, and then you don't think of them negatively like that so much. It's weird and creepy, Bobby Blanco. I get that, but I'm telling you that... uh, I'm telling you that... It's it's sort of that benign mama spirit. Nick Nick the American Anchor Baby says, I'm always seeing these teachers, usually female teachers, having the S word with the male students, female teachers with male students. And males, I will have you know, lose their... Uh, uh, there's no such thing as a male losing his virginity, I will have you know. 
but having sex for the first time with an he, young males have it at a younger age than females, which means that the males are having it with older females. The younger males, boys, most of the time, with older girls or women. And people accuse whites of, of being disproportionately PDFs. I will have you know, maybe they go on the internet more, but the blacks are just as much, if not more, I think. I think it's more, honestly, because they're more sexual. And, you know, perverted with this, uh, they're pushed into this sexual, sexuality thing. They have the mother, uh, single mothers make children more sexual. It's true. Look it up. Look it up. It's true. Um, and so, like, disproportionately, the, the victims of child um, whatever happens to children with, that, with regard to the S word or the M word, alest may, uh, happens to black kids disproportionately. And you know, and I will have you know that it's probably not whites, adults doing that to those kids. It's probably their uh, st- step people, b- boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. Family. There's crazy things going on. And a whole lot of uh, Hispanics, s- similar situation. You know, that 10-year-old who got pregnant and had the messed up pregnancy, little girl, it was her uh, mother's uh, illegal alien boyfriend. So, anyway, the sun is still shining, Hake. Yes, I should not be uh, saying the full-blown S-word. <laughs> so I'm just saying that um, pay attention to your mind and how you may think something ill of some man even if this man is an evil and a mama, it's not necessarily that far. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, I bet you that Biden is kind of attracted to the innocence of children the way that many people are, find children just cute and innocent and they're like kind of, oh, I want to have kids or, oh, I want to um, hug that kid or something. Women are have this bad. Gays too. Gays oftentimes will go, like, work with children in camps. And I don't think that it's... I know that disproportionately the LGBTs do do that stuff. I heard that that's the case. But it's not always that. It is also, like, that longing for the innocence, or the naivety, anyway, of the kids. Does that make sense? You see on TikTok, libs of TikTok, these female teachers, most of them are female teachers, LGBT females, <laughs> uh, pushing the racism agenda and the gay agenda on the children, brainwashing them with that stuff. And they're swooping in, pretending like they're saving them from the parents. There's a story of, in Montana of the parents... Uh, CPS, Child Protective Services, took the child away from the parents. I saw um, Anchor Baby started to cover it, but he didn't know the whole story. And I don't know if it's true or not. But I could easily see that happening. Anchor Baby, American Anchor Baby, he's live live after Joel Friday, pointed out the slippery slope, you know, the slippery slope argument. This is wrong because it leads to this. No, that, that is a fallacy because this is wrong because it's wrong. And on top of that, it will lead to this, and it does lead to this. 
evil grows. Evil slides down further and further and further into hell. You stamp out evil. You nip it in the bud. And it may be evil for Biden to be uh, all affectionate like that. Because it is. It's evil when women do it. Kids don't like that. They don't like getting all kissed or sniffed or touchy stuff like that. That much. They might, might like it a little bit, but not that much. When you're all into it, that's, that's a fallen state emotions ego. Satisfying the, that whatever. <sighs> so yes, the slippery slope is real. It is real. Get an intern for upload and says, Brother Sonny, referring to my, uh, get a mildly attractive design for a black girl and for a uh, non-emoji. I might do it. I might do it. <laughs> uh, also addressing this uh, super chat from yesterday that I didn't fully address and then I'll get back to calls. Is your defense, someone with the coffee, that it's happening, the PDF thing, because I'm not really concerned with, about the pedophile rings, PDF rings, supposedly. Is your defense that it's happening to... If your defense is that it's happening to runaway kids, because it's mostly happening to runaways, uh, not my, my, my own, so I shouldn't care. That's pretty sick. Care to clarify? Okay, so, like, um, I've had callers who are all up in arms about the Epstein thing. And they're not that young. They're like... Uh, what is that thing where it's, Milo said it, (laughs) Milo, he said, pederasty, that's after they've had, so they're still underage, but they've had the, um, thing where they've developed the S-word, in the S-word old way, S-word you old way, what's that thing that you, when I, you know, my voice cracks, I'm going through puberty, they've had puberty, (laughs) post-pubescent, they're just, in other cultures and other times, they would have been considered of marrying age, you know? These younger females in this Epstein ring, according to what little I know about it. I haven't looked into it. One, it's gross. Two, I, some of this stuff is impossible to know. Three, it's not my concern. Four... Protect yourself. That's my, that's my point, Mr. Someone with your coffee, or Mrs. Ms. Mix someone with your coffee. Protect yourself and your children. Yeah, protect them. Don't send them to schools, even private schools nowadays, even so-called Christian schools. Nowadays, protect them and uh, raise them to have sense and to look out for themselves, too, and not be suckers. Hey, little kid, you want candy? <laughs> In the... Uh, in the R-Mobile van. Don't be gross, Haig Milo. Yeah, I know, I know. But he was on the, the JLP show, and I mentioned that, I think, years ago. Anyway. Just mentioning his name is gross. <laughs> Kevin Howe. Nice. What are your kids doing? What are your kids doing? You, it's, it's plenty, there's plenty of evil that's out in the open that you can point to of evil Joe Biden and all these people to deal with the real things, not uh, go with 
these accusations and going into your imagination about what he's doing that you haven't seen based on what you've seen, you know? That's my point. Thanks, guys, for bearing with me through that. Hopefully that clarified for some, right? Mark in Los Angeles, California is on the line. Mark, thanks for calling. Good to hear from you, man. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I've got two quick things. First of all, I stand by every word I talked about with you the other day and by what I said to uh, Anchor Baby yesterday. I don't know. I, I assume you heard my conversation. I actually did. Him. I was listening to the Anchor Baby. Good. And so, I, again, I stand by every word of what I said to him and you. And, uh, and the for, the people for, the, who, pe- for the people who don't know, I'm going to just mention what you said in short. And you can correct me if I'm misstating anything. But in short, okay. Mark said he brought up this Tara Reid, R-E-A-D-E, not R-E-I-D, woman who accused... Uh, Biden of R-wording her and Mark in Los in uh, California, Los Angeles believes her. She's a conservative woman. She should have her day in court since uh, E. Jean Carroll had her day in court, which I disagree with E. Jean Carroll getting her day in court. She shouldn't have gotten in court. So I don't think one wrong justifies another, but Mark says that one gets her day. Let's have this other woman have her day in court. And any and Hake not being for it is either a Biden supporter secretly or has a problem with women. Or both. Or both. <laughs> That's crazy, but I... No, it's not. No, it's not crazy. It if is. the woman was raped, she has a right to uh, have the man arrested and, and prosecuted. And I said yesterday... And I if told she you was, but show, there's no... You have no evidence, nor do I. No, but right. I said if Biden were to go to court on this and be acquitted, I would stand corrected. Right. What more can I do? Yep. Okay, so that's that. I stand by everything I said. He's going to get away with it because he's Biden. Um, and I didn't come after Biden because of what happened with Trump and uh, E. Jean Carroll. But I think that should show the public the double standard. Did you, yeah, okay, I agree with the double standard. The only thing I agree with you on is the double standard. Do you agree that E. Jean Carroll never should have gone to court? No. In her case, no. Yeah. Absolutely no. Right. But in, 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 I don't know the details of the Reed case, and neither do you. Right. But I think, I think she should have her day in court. And I do believe rape happens. Anybody that says rape is not happening is crazy. Right. There's men in jail for being serial rapists. So, yes, rape is real. It's not anti-man to convict a man of raping a woman. That's outrageous. I'm saying it's it's anti-man to... I'm saying it's anti-man to uh, the whole Me Too movement, accusing men of R-wording by women and gays. But you're switching around. I'm talking strictly a rape, not... I know, but I'm talking accusations. uh, Accusations, you can't go based on accusations. That's anti-man. No, 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 that's not true. If a woman accuses a man of rape, they're going to arrest him. Whether he's convicted... Okay, but whether he's convicted is a different story. He should not be arrested just based on an accusation. What, What are the police supposed to do? Ignore the victim? Yes, they're supposed wrong. to. They're supposed. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. They're supposed to investigate if there's probable cause to in, 
or whatever the saying is, you know, if there's evidence, then they can arrest him. But you don't just arrest a man based on an accusation. Women falsely accuse. False accusations, I will have you know, are real. Do you agree with that? Very, very seldom. E. Jean Carroll, yeah. No, no, you're right about people like E. Jean Carroll. I agree. She was a liar. She tried to set Trump up. It was all political. How do you figure okay. that it's, how, how do you figure that false accusations are very, very seldom? Because a woman doesn't want to go through having to go to the cops, facing all the humility, all, all the embarrassment. You know, and I'm not for feminism. I hate feminism. I think everything about it sucks. But if a man rapes a woman, I think he ought to be castrated. And that's my view on that. Okay, but and there's nothing anti-man about that. I understand that many women wouldn't want the, the bother of, if they are actually R-worded, they wouldn't want the bother of having to go through all that stuff. And it's hard to prove, by the way, kind of oftentimes, especially the longer you wait. Like, it's impossible to prove, possible to have evidence. Well, that was E. Jean Carroll's situation. Um, but was, I, I, but that's kind of crazy just to assume just because a woman doesn't, just because some women don't want to go through that, um, that women don't cr- falsely accuse of our word all the time. They do. I mean, f- f- more, than, more than just very, very seldom. I'm not going to say all the time, but women, uh, women come up with the most cockamamie things against men that they, from their imagination, and they sometimes you regret. Sexual, talking about sexual things? Sexual things and all kinds of things. They start false rumors about men. They, they're, women, just like men, if not more so, are liars. People, people are liars. And, include, and well, that includes they, women, and maybe especially women, because they get into their imaginations. Well, they do have rape kits. You're right. There is, there is a way to prove if a man you know, rape so a you, woman. But, so just based on that, just based on the uh, notion that it's, it's humiliating, you don't want to go to the cops... Just based on that, you assume that it's very, very seldom, but you don't actually know that it's very, very seldom. Well, and you don't either. And I don't, don't know but I, I do know women. I do know women come up with cockamamie things and uh, falsely accuse men a lot. Well, they, that would be Jean Carroll. Okay, she fits that description. Right. How about but Mike Tyson's? How about Mike Tyson's accuser? Didn't he get convicted? He got convicted, but that doesn't mean that he was guilty. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. Did you he know gets that convicted and he's not guilty? A lot of people get convicted and they're not guilty. Look at Derek Chauvin. Were you on the jury? Were you on the jury? I'm not. I was not. Then you don't know. I don't know. But a lot okay. of people get convicted and it doesn't mean that they're guilty. Have you ever okay, heard of Derek well, Chauvin? Well, no, that wasn't a rape case. I know, but it, he was convicted. Was he guilty? I don't think so. It was right. a political thing. Yeah. It was political. You can't and trust so courts. I did mean, you know that? So did you Trump know that that woman? Did you know that that woman, according to President Trump, from back when he was on Le- David Letterman decades ago, before he was president, he said that the woman who accused Mike Tyson went up to his room at one in the morning. Does that does that give you context for what might have happened? Uh, does it give you context that Joe Biden can't keep his hands off little girls, and maybe he did rape Tara? We can get to that, but answer my question. No, 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 no. It's the same parallel. No. It's not a false equivocation. Yes, it is. It's the same thing. I'll answer that, but answer my question first, because you're changing the subject. No, I'm not, but go ahead. What's the question? Repeat, please. Yeah. Um, does Does it give you a little bit more context or doubt 
about the uh, accuser of Mike Tyson that according to, Tr- to Donald Trump decades back, this woman went up to his hotel room at 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Does that give you more that context? That, that proves Zippo. I didn't that ask you if it proved anything. I didn't ask you if it proved anything. I asked if it gave you more context to make you question that conviction. Not on that alone. No. How about does I it give you any does it give you any pause whatsoever? Mm, I'd have to know more about the case. Very little, very little pause. The reason is if someone if someone's going if a woman is going up to a man's room at one in the morning. And she I don't should be raped. Uh, no, I'm she not saying that. Listen to listen to me. Let me finish, okay. because you're yeah. jumping and putting words in oh, my mouth ahead. like a woman, like a woman. <laughs> it is. Come on, go ahead. Go ahead. If a woman goes up to a man's room at one in the clock in the morning, I would suspect, but don't know, that she might have something s word in s word jewel in mind, sexual in mind. So is you right? Would you not think that? That's nothing. That's not evidence. It's nothing. You don't need evidence. You don't need evidence to be innocent. You don't have to prove your innocence. That's reasonable doubt. Because she went up to his room? Have you ever been on jury duty? What do you think? I mean, come on, man. You don't have to be a lawyer to figure that out. She has every right to go to his room at 3 in the morning. And he has no right to rape her. How do you know that he he R-worded her? Pardon? How do you know that he raped her? Who are we talking about now? Mike Tyson. Well, I, of course, I don't know, but he was convicted, right? Which means nothing to me. Well, well, I think it does. It should mean something. But the difference in the analogies here is that in the Biden case, we saw with our own eyes the way he pets girls, young girls. Some of them reject him. I know uh, that. Sniffing and... Okay, so we've seen that, okay? Right. We've seen that with our own eyes. We don't know what happened at 1 in the morning. And even if she did go there at 1 in the morning, that's not an excuse to rape. And it's but I, didn't, with, I, didn't, I wasn't excusing any player. rape. I was explaining that that might have been for sex, and then she uh, turns around and accuses him. That, I heard a lot of question marks in there. The only thing I could tell you, I don't know that much about the case, right. but I do know Tyson was convicted. Which that means which means nothing in these courts because these courts can be crazy. Well, I Trump we, Trump we, believes. Uh, did you know that Trump believes he was railroaded? He was. No, tr- I'm talking about Mike Tyson. Trump believes that Mike Tyson was railroaded. Oh well, you see that I don't know. I I, I don't know that much about that case. If Tyson was convicted, you know, chances are he was probably guilty. I don't know. But I know he was convicted. I can only go on that. All right. But in the case of but in the case of Biden, you see with your own eyes is is touching and inappropriate. It's actually illegal to touch minors this way. But because he's a Biden and he's president, he gets away with it. So I, I, I only say to you that I think that she should have her day in court. If he's acquitted, I'll apologize. If he's convicted, then you should apologize, but you won't. But that's the way, you know, it should be. But, but what, hey, what, am I, what am I wrong about that I should apologize? Well, you're saying she wasn't raped. And if, she's, if he's convicted... I'm not saying she wasn't. Court, I'm not saying she was or wasn't. I'm saying that if there's no evidence, she shouldn't go to court. Well, we don't know if there's evidence or not. 
Right. What evidence? What? Well, wait a minute. What evidence did they have in the Tyson case? I, I have no idea. Okay, so I don't either. And you don't know about Tara Reid and her evidence. Right. But the reason, okay. But so why do you care about it if you don't know anything about the evidence, but you're just busy thinking about it? You know, I think that if they're going, as I said the other day, if they're going to throw this at Trump, then Biden should face the same thing. And it's, and it's fair. It's only fair why one rape victim is being ignored and the other, with no evidence, like you say, is able to get a conviction on Trump. But before what I, it before is, you, what it is, is you shouldn't want evil on Trump, nor should you want evil no. against Biden. You shouldn't want I a, think false. Biden is a, is an evil man. I know, I but you shouldn't want evil. You shouldn't want false accusations to be laid upon a upon a good or evil we man. False. We see what he does. I know, but you shouldn't want false accusations against Trump, nor false accusations against Biden. And I don't. Who right. said I did? I didn't I say you did, but you, but you want, just because it happened to Trump, I mean, part of the, your motivation is it happened to Trump, therefore it should happen to Biden. It shouldn't have happened to Trump, nor should it happen to any man. Well, I agree. Well, we're, building a, we're building a culture of accusatory women, and you're pretending like it's seldom that they falsely accuse, but they shouldn't well, even be... They shouldn't even be are 50% of rape claims false? I don't know, but they shouldn't be... I. So how could you say that most women are only doing this for whatever reason because it's anti-man, which is ridiculous? Even if, even if no they're, way. even if it actually happened, they're doing it. They're going about it in the wrong way. Who the woman? The women who are going about this all publicly and telling everybody about this, going to the media and accusing accusing men. They don't all do that. They don't all. Some I'm do talking about the women who are doing this. You only heard about this Tara Reid thing because it went to the media. Right, right. So these women who so are doing this publicly are going about it in the wrong way because they're they're on a vindictive mission. Vengeance. Well, that's what you say. Now, if they, if she makes a complaint for rape and it's uh, a political figure like Biden or Trump, and she keeps it quiet except to the cops, the media is going to find out. I don't know if Tara Reid went to the media. You're assuming that. I'm. You may. I didn't have, assume that. Be right. I didn't assume that. Well, I said it went to the media. Well, it got, but wasn't her fault. And then if she, she can't control, how it. do you know that the cops aren't supposed to leak information? No, it gets to the media because the police report to the media crimes that take place in the day. That's how it works. Every day, the but they don't name the people. they don't they don't generally name the people. Only in like states like Florida do they name the people. Okay, it's good. And come and, out and, and would, have you seen Tara Reid interviewed in the media? I think she was on sixty Minutes. So then she went be- to the media. Or she talks well, to the media. They may have gone to her. <laughs> but, but, so you're trying to make it out like she's a publicity hound. That's ridiculous. A lot of women are. They, they're on a mission. They're on an ego trip. It's the thrill. That, well, that's a sort of a generalization. Yeah, and it's I generally think, true. I think it's a small minority of women who do that. The well, that's J. very... See, see you, that's silly. It's silly to say well, that it's a small minority of women. All human beings are into thrills. That doesn't mean they report rape falsely. But can I get to one other point real yeah. quick before you hang up? Yes. I just wanted to let you know, I've been watching on TV while I was waiting to talk to you. These illegal alien invaders beat up some cops in New York, and they caught them. I don't know where they were from, what you know, hell-on-earth place they were from. But they were Biden's army of invaders, and they attacked a couple of cops in the New York subway last night. It's on TV. Wow. Newsmaster. 
playing it, and it's it's ugly to watch. Yeah. And they caught these demons, and they let them out of jail. Of course. Instead of, instead of jailing them and then deporting them, they actually let them out of jail. And DeSantis uh, is making the most out of this. Yeah. Politically. And Good for him. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's just so ugly to watch, though. We've allowed these demons to come here, and then they attack our cops, and they walk. Yeah. You know. Thanks for the news tip, Mark. Man, I got to run. I appreciate you. Take care. God bless you. All right. You you as well. Scotty is a first-time caller in uh, South Carolina. Scotty, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Hey, Heck. I appreciate you taking my call, man. I just want to be brief. All right. Um, I want to just, I mean, this guy, oh, Lord, have mercy. This Joker Mark is just unbelievable. I So, first, I was raised Catholic. I know you have a lot of Catholics call you for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know why. And I was raised Catholic, and I get it. All this, deep down, all Catholics are 100% feminists to their core. I mean, it's just absurd. I mean... They all worship Mother Mary like she's higher than God Himself. Wow! I mean, that joke was probably—he was probably praying the rosary while he's talking to you. I mean, any <laughs> woman can do no wrong in his eyes. He likes to front and front like he's all this and that, and oh no, women are always all oh, you can't any accusations. Then you go straight straight to jail. Straight. To, it's, I mean, they follow a PDF in a robe, a.k.a. the Pope. I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Terror. I disavow. I, mean, I, just, I, I, I think you're going I'm a little overboard. Oh, but I, no, I, I get your point. Calling. Well, they, yeah, they do regard the, the so-called Virgin Mary. She's not a virgin anymore. <laughs> she, had, <laughs> no. she, had, she gave uh, Jesus some siblings or half-siblings or whatever. But anyway... Um, they hold no, her in high regard. Exactly. I think I think you may be on to something with that. Even Mark is not really like that. He'll criticize women on uh, or specific women anyway. So just no, in his defense, he may, I've heard him. He has some valid points. I'm not yeah. saying he's all messed up, but this stuff about go ahead and lock someone up just because they get accusation. What are you insane? What is this? I think that he's yeah. he may be speaking imperfectly. He's just. I, he, so. I don't think I he mean, means all that. I personally don't okay. think he means all that, but you might you you might be onto something. Something to check on yourself there, Mark, uh, in Los Angeles. No, I, and I'll let, I'm gonna get going because I gotta take care, man. I gotta run too. Handle. Appreciate it. But um, real quick, man, they're all feminists. All Catholics are feminists. He probably has Mother Mary tattooed, causes back <laughs> pictures on the wall. But anyway, Hake, I appreciate you, man. You have a good day. You too. Take care, guys. This has been the Hake Report, Mister Pink Manuel. Hi, man, Minnesota, and the rest of the callers that cannot get to you. I got to end for Joel Friday. This track, it's Black History Month. And I'll have to read the rest of the Super Chats if I got them uh, later, tomorrow, hopefully. This is from Brian Wood uh, from the 121 album when the, Dra- when the Dragon is Finally Laid to Rest. This is the ending track, and it's black. 121 is Christian punk. They're from Philadelphia, so they're friendly with the blacks, I guess. This is No Temptation. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. Catch you all Friday next. Bye. You know, when I say don't be afraid, you know what I really mean. Don't even be afraid to die.
There is no temptation taking you, but such is a common man. For God is faithful, my friend, don't you know? The sovereign God is faithful. Never will he allow you to be tempted above what you are able to deal with. But every time you're tempted to sin, my friend, God will always give a way to escape. So that you can bear the trial when it comes and stand up underneath temptations. That's why you should flee from a dollar tree because God is faithful to you. You can't drink from the cup of the Lord and hold on to the demon's chalice too. You either have to drink from the cup of life or stick with the cup of death. You can have a part at the Lord's table if you see it is reserved at the demon's feast. Even Jesus taught you the same, my friend. You can only serve one master. Are you trying to arouse the Lord? Arouse the Lord to jealousy? Do you think you're stronger than him, my friend? Don't forget your history. Our forefathers were all under the cloud. They all passed through the sea. Baptized into Moses in the cloud and the sea. Don't forget your history. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. They drank from the spiritual rock with them. The rock was Christ the King of Kings. But most of them displeased the Lord our God, so he scattered them over the desert. Now these things were written as examples to us to keep our hearts pure and just. Twenty-three thousand Israelites fell because they turned away from the Lord. So if you think you're standing firm, my friend, be careful that you do not fall. And some of them put the Lord to the test. The Lord killed many with snakes. So if you think you got it made in the shade, be careful that you're not a fake. There is no temptation taking you, but such is a common man. For God is faithful, my friend, don't you know? The sovereign God is faithful. Never will he allow you to be tempted above what you are able to deal with. But every time you're tempted to sin, my friend, and God will always give a way to escape. So that you can bear the trial when it comes and stand up underneath temptations. That's why you should flee from a dollar tree because God is faithful to you. God is faithful to you. God is faithful to you. Adios, America. Joel Friday TV next. Bye.